Hello everybody! How are we doing? We're doing the fucking announcements. It's another week. We got... Actually a surprising amount of energy. I was just thinking about getting another energy drink, but maybe not a good idea because then I might get insomnia later in the day and not be able to go to sleep. Um... But yeah, anyway, let's get into it. So we're back on the socials. Finally. Um, I kind of just realized, yeah, I want to do this. Um, <laughs> I kind of got to post about it. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, we're on Instagram. Don't love Instagram. But the shorts that I sometimes will post on there do well. I don't know. I'm stuck on Instagram because I got friends on there and I need to stay connected with them. I'm trying to I'm trying to build a schedule with that get better intentional with social media. I think eventually I will like to make a podcast episode um once I get that down pat with myself, but that might be months in the in the coming months. So anyway, um I'm also posted on YouTube and the first short that I ever posted on there on an account that has no subscribers got me two subscribers and 100 views. So slay um work I think maybe probably should keep posting on there. Uh, <clears throat> in general, I think I, I would like to actually post like real YouTube content on there. I just, I really want to make sure that the stuff that I'm putting out, uh, I'm not putting my foot in my mouth. Like I'll do that and like learn from my mistakes, but I really want my YouTube content to be as me as possible and not just like taking from others and copying um, I talk a lot about social media and how I feel about it. And I know a lot of people are talking about it too, but like, I feel like I have a good, interesting take and some funny ideas for like editing. So yeah, um, there, that's kind of in the works. Uh, don't expect that anytime soon though. Um, we'll see, but yeah, the book that I am making, it's called aspects of being, we got a lot of progress. We got a book cover insert a picture for the video book cover um and i think it's really interesting like the, obviously the book itself um because it's basically just like passages uh well it's poetry i like to write a lot it's poetry and passages kind of a combination um i'm trying to figure out like a good assortment for it but yeah the plan is to post it on uh kindle uh the publishing for amazon and then i think i might want to just do like one a hardcover and get it for myself and kind of have it as like a um a prototype and see how i feel about it uh because then i feel like if i make the hardcover one or the paperback i want to make the pages interactive you can't do that on the kindle um like publishing digitally but on the pages i would want it to be like interactive or i would make it different like i would make it like a different entirety spin of the creative piece in and of itself um but yeah, what I think is really interesting about the cover, which I'm going to pop up again, um, is that I used AI to write it. Now listen to me or make it. I, I know controversial, but don't, don't listen, please listen. So I went and I used Canva. I fucking love Canva. I'm addicted to Canva. Um, I used Canva and I went into like the magic writer tool or whatever and you would think that I just typed in some, no, I used writing from the poetry and a mixture of what the theming was from the book to make the picture. And then I add my own edits, like some colorization and what font I used and like that sort of a thing. And like went 
through and like reiterized it multiple times, but I landed on this cover and I think it's perfect. Um, last time I'm throwing it out there, but, um, yeah, like I think that's really cool because like the image came out through multiple iterations. Um, but I used like words and concepts from the poems and passages to make the picture. So it's like, it's not necessarily AI, but it is, but it's me. It's my work. I don't know. It's a collaboration between me and me and Siri, I guess. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I hope y'all enjoy that. We're talking about fucking Europe. Because it's literally just so much better than America. The grass is greener. The grass is like neon green. It's like, it's so much greener and nicer on the other side that it like physically hurts me to still be residing in this poo poo dog shit fucking country. <laughs> like, and let's talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. So first of all, guys, the food. Now, one thing about me, fun fact, when I studied abroad in Japan, because I also like, you know, I, I, I traveled there. So let's get that out of the way. Let's get that out of the way, right? I studied abroad in fucking Japan. That is quite hard to top travel wise. And then don't even get me started on food, right? Japan has some of the best food in the world. So going into Europe, it has some high standards for me to beat because it, I would be in Japan. I'm shaking the damn camera. I would be in Japan and I would go somewhere. I'd eat some food, whatever it is. I literally got to the point where it would just taste so good that I would start to cry. Now, I'm a pretty dramatic person. I'm a pretty sentimental person. I'm fucking crazy. Um, that being said, it got to the point where I would write it down. In fact, like every single place, what I would eat. And I think I got up to like 15 or 16 unique cries over six months, which, you know, isn't some like egregious number, but I, you know, there was a lot of repeat food that I was eating also like udon or ramen or whatever it is. So, you know, I, I still think that's a lot. So anyway, it was a lot to top. The food in Europe... Guys. Croquettes from Spain. Really just anything. That was just something I thought off the top of my head. But it was like, I get there. And, you know, I broke my vegan over there. And now I'm just officially not vegan anymore. But I broke my vegan over there. And I was trying all this food. And... It really is just so much better. They put a bunch of shit in our food in America. It's true. I don't need to see the research. I don't need to look at the label to just know because my body literally told me my body literally changed in a week's time. I literally stopped being so bloated and feeling gross from eating food, which fun fact, that's not supposed to happen when you eat food. You're supposed to feel, um, I don't know, nourished, satiated, satisfied, when you eat food, <laughs> like who would have thought literally who would have thought I, that's, I don't even, anyway, moving on. So it got to the point where I got there and you know, I was still like feeling shit from eating food from America. Cause that's what I would eat until I got there, but I ate food and it literally took like two days and the inflammation, uh, my skin start, the inflammation started to go away. My skin started to turn back to glossy nice healthy i felt my heart rate go down so by the way i have high blood pressure i have early onset hypertension whatever the fuck um i shouldn't have that at a young age you know i don't know whatever but i could feel that my heart rate and my blood pressure were like 
healthier and felt better. And I also didn't have my medication with me. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that just explains itself. Um, and it, it, the craziest thing about it in, in all of the food just in general, despite, like, obviously them not being, like, poison and, like, red dye number 40 and shit like that, was I would eat things that were, quote, junk food in Europe and I would just feel okay. You know, in America, just for example, let's go extreme, I eat like candy or a chocolate bar or something that's deemed as quote, junk food. I'm doing air quotes on the video. Um, junk food. <laughs> and you feel like shit, like you don't feel good, you feel groggy, you feel gross, you feel heavy, those kind of things. Europe, I would eat that stuff and I could literally just be fine. I literally just like it was regular food. Because it literally is regular food. Like, it's literally. It's regular food. Um, sorry, anyway, I got blank for a second. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just the food, girl. Just don't even, I don't know. It's not even comparable. It's literally, it's not even comparable. Um, don't even get me started on produce. I feel like I don't need to explain that one. Of course, the produce was just better because the way they handle chemicals and treatment and agriculture is completely different and what they allow it it all it was all better every single thing that you can think of i had swedish chocolate there's no fucking wax in that because fun fact in america they allow wax in our chocolate um tastes so much better literally everything alcohol breakfast food lunch dinner coffee oh my god i had swedish coffee oh god what is it called brig um it's basically black coffee I like black coffee now because of Swedish fucking coffee. I am literally been like a latte pumped with sugar, Dunkin' Girly my whole life. And now I'm like on this whole thing because I bought some coffee when I was there and kept the beans, ground them myself. That's how fucking good this coffee was. So, yeah. That also makes me think about the water. So with water there, I drank... Not really anything. I just drank fucking coffee and whatever I felt like trying, which was mostly like an assortment of kombuchas. And I just generally tried like whatever was like the cuisine or just in general different there. And God, you just, it just, it just tastes different. Um, I actually tried to get a water bottle in uh, like my luggage, which, you know, it's an airport or whatever. Da -da -da -da. I can't stop looking at myself. I didn't do a fit check in the intro, guys. Look at this. It's an iteration on a on a classic. I've worn this before. If you know me in person. Anyway, um, yeah, I try to sneak a water bottle through like all that shit, the like security and stuff, because I was like, I need my my friends, my mom, my these people. I need them to try this because. I, you don't need to drink that much water there. In fact, I drank a lot of fucking Diet Coke because the Diet Coke is made with, like, regular sugar chemicals or something and not the, like, crazy shit that we use, which is a real thing in different distribution areas. Companies change the ingredients. That's a very common practice, so it's like, duh. But then you combine that with them making the Diet Coke with the water. I would drink the Diet Coke like it's fucking water, and it basically was... So, 
Yeah, I don't know. Just thinking about that makes me so mad. Because I drink a Diet Coke here, and I just have to piss. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, in general, also, like, everything was just relatively cheap as well. Um, that's what, like, most travel stuff says anyway. Like, all of the stuff is just overall way more um, affordable because food is, like, an important thing. One thing that really surprised me but, like, wasn't a surprise, but, like, I saw it and I was like, whoa, is that, like, in the UK, which, by the way, oh, my God, let me write that down as a section. My favorites and my least favorites. Fave versus least fave. And, you know, I'm a baby traveler, so anyway, when we get to that, you're going to be surprised. But in the UK, tea and coffee is like a buck equivalent, sometimes like 75 cents equivalent. It's like a pound or something, which is fucking insane. So you best believe I was fucking drinking too much coffee, but it didn't matter because that's the thing. I was eating all of this good food and drinking good water that actually hydrates your body. So you would think that I'd be blowing ass. I was somewhat, but it was like not bad. Like I didn't have like gastrointestinal problems. I barely farted when I was in Europe. Now that I think about it, I just learned from my friend in Norway that like when you fart, that's because you're having digestion issues. Like, I knew that, but I never thought about that. I don't know. I'm kind of embarrassed, but I, it's it's in the video now. Um, but, yeah, that didn't happen. I, I never shot myself, no nothing. It was fine. I could drink, like, three or four coffees, which I damn did because the break was so fucking good in Sweden. Um, and I was fine. I was literally fine. Anyways, moving on to the next subject. We got walking. <laughs> I literally just wrote walking. <laughs> But public transit, I mean, like, this one is obvious, we already know, I'm just gonna barrel through the ones that are less interesting to talk about, and I don't got a story, I'm gonna be so honest, but I just felt like I needed to immortalize and talk about my experience, because I kinda just didn't really talk about it anywhere with anyone, so now y'all know, if you wanna learn about how I found about Europe, um... Everything is walkable. Who's fucking surprised? America's literally titty ass. I'm the most anti-American there is. Don't want to live here. If you're an employer watching this for some reason, I would love to have a job here. But yeah, anyway. Um, it's just the truth. Everything you can walk to, it's reasonable. I got off of my, um, my flight in the UK and then I took like a train to central London and I just walked an hour to Big Ben because there was just so many like stimulating interesting things to see when I was like walking around that it was and of course like duh I've never been there before of course it's gonna be interesting but like to the extent where I know that the everyday person is stimulated by this because they're able to I don't know walk places like humans are supposed to um but yeah, public transit as well, it's definitely, like, nothing is ever going to top Japan, I'm going to be so honest. Um, but public transit in pretty much every single city, obviously it's centralized and socialized. It's all mostly extremely cheap. The most expensive was London, um, which, you know, who was surprised? It's London. But even that wasn't that bad. It was just the airport. Everything else was just, like, fine. Um... Even Uber in most places was like relatively reasonable for like major cities, which is where I was the whole time, like 20 to $30 equivalent in most places. Um, 
and public transit in general is really easy to understand so i didn't ever really have a problem because i was alone um, backpacking alone by the way i would like stay with friends throughout different places which you know i'll talk about but um mostly alone and i was able to figure it out never having you know traveled to europe in my life um but what i really 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 love about um the ability to like walk and stuff is that in these places of course because it's centralized around walking and all that and community you know i don't need to get into all that detail but there was just so many new things to look at there was just so much that i'd be like walking somewhere especially like in amsterdam i love amsterdam when i was walking around amsterdam i'd be like on a quest to go you know get this get food do this whatever it was go see a friend and then i would just naturally get lost not because my google maps wasn't working or my phone was dead and my phone was dead a lot for some reason which was kind of scary but i i would oh my god i also have to talk about the sex <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was like there was something in the people section because i'm gonna talk about the people sex um but yeah there was just so there's always something to do and just like such it was wow surprised you go traveling it's very adventurous but like i could see like if i lived there or even if i was like someone that was born there it's just there's always there was always something new and something to do and something that was just kind of like naturally drew my attention it the the conditions in the environment are created in a way in almost every place i went whether intentional or not to spark uh creativity and just like new uh adventures new ideas like i don't know it just more just better just just better yeah but yeah the people girl we're gonna get to this <laughs> i am not going to detail but <clears throat> i will talk about it because i'm kind of like in between like an explicit content and not i don't know but the people you know i i've heard like mixed reviews not a single rude person to me maybe in the airports but they're just doing their job you know tsa but even in the airports like no one was ever really mean to me just like being an authority figure you know but i didn't have a single rude person maybe because i was dressed in like gorp core which is kind of in fashion over there and it was kind of easy for me to blend in um but yeah as long as i just started with kindness and humility in like situations because there was like i i my phone had died when i had like gotten to around where my hostel was in amsterdam petrified so i just went into some random hotel and luckily it was near enough by before my phone died to the hostel where this guy like the concierge dude at the front desk went out of his way because he spoke pretty good english but he went out of his way to like explain exactly where to go and then when i didn't get it he literally like led me to the hostel even though he was you know clearly on the clock um so yeah i mean nothing will beat japanese hospitality not that it's really i mean it's different but it it, it was everyone was nice no one was ever mean and as long as i like tried my best like anywhere i went where i knew any of the language especially in spain i would just say poco hablo espanol and they'd just be like oh okay and then they try and work with me and just you know just having the courtesy to try and engage in their culture i think goes a long way um i'm getting warm but i'm not going to take the jacket off because it's it's the fit and yeah like extending oh yeah i forgot the sex part so 
I am so sorry, but just like the food, I knew that it was going to ruin it for me. And Japanese food ruined food for me in America also. But Europe, in regards to food, also did that. But the fun act with people, when I did it with people, guys, I'm too scared to do it now back in America because I... My expectations have been blown away. And if you are one of those people and you are watching this or listening to this, I am not going to reveal any information, but just know that you have changed the way I think about intercourse. <laughs> oh my god, what is it called? Digital footprint. Um I don't I'm not even being graphic though, but these people like made love to me. So I'm scared to do it here in America because what? Like I can't, I, nothing will probably compare to a Spanish man. I'm sorry. So that being said, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like tasted the forbidden fruit. So, you know, I, I did that to myself. That's my fault. Oh God. Also, yeah, everyone's just fucking hot. Sorry. Let's talk more about the people. Everyone's just fucking hot over there. Um, and I think I saw recently some girl talking about this in depth too, uh, just like being abroad for a while, um, from America, but from TikTok, And she was saying how she think it has to, it has to do with the novelty, which is like a real thing in psychology. I have my degree. Um, but it is like, I think the novelty in and of itself, but also just like the way that European, 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 the way that European people carry themselves it just in the the just the vibes in general are just so much better and you know it's not all about people being sexy and hot but like just like attractive in the sense of just attraction the word like not physicality but just like overall like attraction in the full scope of the sense like people were just attractive like whether they were hot or not everyone is just like got a vibe even if they're not dressed particularly in my flavor or object like you know what i'm saying like just a good vibe overall from everyone like i don't know and that cannot be said about america for most places for most people even in the places where that's expected like i guess new york city chicago or la so yeah um but yeah talking about vibes and like attraction but in general the whole time I was there, it was so much safer. And it's, this is such a specific thing that unless you like travel abroad to a country that feels safer than America, you're never going to get it. And I, I'm sorry, this is probably not going to make sense. But those ha that have, it makes sense. Getting off of the plane in any of the countries, even though I was alone, and in many cases, I actually didn't have anywhere to stay with friends that I knew there, like two out of the five countries or three out of the five countries. Um... I fucking felt safe. I felt fine. I felt like I was completely okay. And if I needed help, I could get it. Of course, there was like that beginning anxiety when you get to a new country that I'm sure everybody has, even veteran travelers, but it felt so much safer. And then when you come back to America and you experience just like getting back into an American airport, it just feels so not safe like i could get gunned down at any moment 
and generally just like on edge. I have one of my European friends um, back in the middle of the year when I went to Chicago and I met up with like all of my friends from study abroad. He explained this to me about how um, it just, you just feel on edge and that's the perfect way to describe it. But when I was in Europe, I started out on edge naturally and then it just kind of gradually lifted off of me, which was an incredible feeling. Um, but yeah, I wrote down like sense of exploration, but I mean like, duh, you're traveling to like a new country. Um, but I will say, cause in, in the sense of the U S there is a, a commercial aspect, like you drive to places to do things, but in, in Europe, there's a sense of intentionality and you just kind of naturally stumble upon things or there are just things around that are naturally planned around and about in a way that you will find them. That's so crazy, like a new cafe or a bookstore or this or that. And it's just such a different feeling to be able to, uh, I don't know, stand up from the cafe I'm in and then like walk five, three minutes to like a major cultural heritage site or monument or even just a park um, that's like right near me as opposed to like everywhere in America, it's dangerous to walk on any major highway or road. Um, yeah, roads even, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, then I wrote like, yeah, culture and intentional and it's just kind of, yeah, I already covered it. I already covered it. So anyway, my ranking number one, we got, okay, well, I actually don't know because it's kind of, I've been thinking about this for a while and I still don't know, I still don't know if I think I give it to Amsterdam or Madrid. Now for the vibes in general, just the feeling, the price, if I would give it to overall rating, like in conjunction with all things, budget, vibes, people, all of it, it's probably Madrid. Like the, the lifestyle, the feeling of like just lax and like that it just, when you're there, it just feels like it's meant to be enjoyed and life is meant to be enjoyed. It just very much feels like that. Um, Amsterdam has more of a hustle and bustle, which I think attracts me in a different way because it's kind of like, uh, for, I guess like younger people who like want some place where it's happening, you know, which is what I want kind of like New York city or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I think it goes to Madrid and then it's Amsterdam. Um, you know, honorable mention is Oslo, Norway. I probably would have liked it more if, you know, the, the weather was different because it was snowing when I was there. Um, and same for Stockholm. It was like in its rainy season. Um, but they both had good vibes. I fucking hated London. I did not like London. Um, you know, I've tried to think about this. I've tried to detail it to you, but it doesn't even really matter if I try and detail it to you because it just boils down to it's my opinion, which is something that I don't even understand. Right. Cause it's one of those places where you just go there and you're like, Oh, this is not for me. Unfortunately. Now the crazy part about it is that it was my landing destination that I was there for like a day and a half. Um, didn't like it. And then I gave it another chance in a way, cause it was, you know, where my returning flight was and I was there for almost two and a half days. Uh, still didn't like it. 
Um, but I will say it's an honorable mention because I think it's one of those places where if you live there and you're more involved with the culture and especially like the clubbing culture and just like life in general, it's probably way more exciting and way more, um, I don't know, more ex better. But like for me, I, it kind of just reminded me too much of an American city. God, the people that are from London, if they ever see this people in general i just went to london they're gonna punch my ass out but that's what i'm saying it's just my opinion i it just wasn't for me so it doesn't even matter what i say it my brain automatically i got off the plane i was like oh i don't like this i do not like this so yeah that's 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 that on that girl all right now we got an outro section and i feel like it'll be really cool to add a new segment where I just kind of talk about like things that are inspiring me, maybe share like a song like I am today because um, I feel like it's good to, to lift others up and you know, as I develop my platforms, I just only, I want to be using it to like communicate and be collaborative and lift other people's work up. Um, stuff that inspires me because there's just so many things. So anyway, number one, pomegranates. <laughs> I love pomegranates recently. Now, does it have something to do with my heart condition and how um, they have a lot of antioxidants? Probably. Is that any of my fucking business? Maybe. But pomegranates, there's just something about the fact that, like, you... It's such an intentional fruit. Because you have to specifically figure out how to cut and find, like, where the specific... Uh, outline of the edges meet so you're not like getting into the seeds when you're cutting it which i still fuck up every time um but then after that it's such a messy fruit and in order for it to not be messy you do have to be careful and i've done the methods i've iced it and i've done it while in water and i've tried like the wooden spoon after you ice it to just kind of like punch them out but if you want to get every single one, like my greedy ass does, and not explode it everywhere, you have to be delicate. And that's kind of what I like about it. It's really interesting because I was thinking about this and then TikTok popped up. I didn't speak to my phone, but I thought it in my brain and a TikTok about pomegranates popped up. So I don't know what that means, but we're all going to die. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a very intentional fruit and I think that's like poetic and that was what the TikTok was kind of about and I thought this before the TikTok but um you decide it is a commitment to eat this fruit you're probably burning more calories um peeling and cutting and getting the seeds out of this pomegranate than actually eating it so by the time you, it's like a whole activity it takes maybe like 10 to 15 minutes if you're fast most of the time for me, it's like 20 minutes and I buy a bunch of them because I'm addicted to them. They just taste, I don't know, just so good. It's like a little, like a little candy burst, but it's like, it's tangy. I don't know. Love pomegranates. Next up, we got, uh, Jaren McDowell. This bitch. Um, they don't even know me and they probably like, well, they well, we're now our oomphies. We're mutuals because like I had said something about them on social media and I was like, oh my God. And, but yeah. Um, I probably can't even be calling them this bitch, but Jaren McDowell is that bitch because I had found them like a while ago. Not that I'm some like, you know, I see rising stars, but, um, 
I found them whenever they were, I think, doing one of their first or um, one of their bigger first EPs. I think it was the third or fourth one. Um, it's called Art Shit. Check that song out. But I'm going to show a different one because they came up on my thing again today. And it was just like, there really are just so many talented people. And like, eventually I want to start making music too. But damn, am I fucking intimidated because some of these people are making incredible stuff. So... Yeah, this is a song. It's called Glow Up. It's got 2,700 streams. This is the beginning. Um, and I like the whole song, but I'm going to just skip to the part that I love the most. Because it gets in this, like, funky breakdown. Hold on. It's so... And, and it's, it's not even... Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? But, like, specifically that drop right there, the producer and Jaren, like, y'all, they ate that so hard. So hard. And, you know, I'm not even gonna try and, like, surmise and, like, whatever his lyrics, but... The lyrics on top of that beat together, it just does something. It just does something for me. Gosh, it's so fucking good. Please check them out. We'll pull up his um his Instagram. Jaren. Yeah, it's just Jaren McDowell on Instagram. I think also on TikTok. I'll probably put like a screenshot or something up here because I just love them they they are like doing something different they are doing something unique they're spicing it up it's like pop cunt rap and i just specifically cunt like it's just it just radiates cunt and i need that in my life you know it just makes me it's like a, a startup get up in the morning song like it, for me it was mostly beyonce songs but that is also another one now i'm just like like it just starts pumping now the other one we got is Bjork. Um, who's surprised? I'm, um, you know, that I like Bjork, but this song that I, it's kind of grown on me. Like all Bjork songs do. I just kind of like, I swear it just takes time. But she really is just like a muse, a visionary, and just she really is that girl. And it doesn't matter how many streams or whatever she has. Like she just is so influential in so many ways. I love her. This is a song she has with Arca, which I also love. Anyway, I hope you all have a good week. Um, bye. <laughs>